Hi, welcome to What's the Word. I'm your host, Jamie McFadden, and I'm so excited to have you here. This podcast is about all things wellness. Each week, we will focus on a word of the day, and I interview some of the most inspirational people I know and share that inspiration with you. Join me. Let's learn together on What's the Word. This is the place Hi, and welcome to What's the Word. I'm your host, Jamie McFadden, and this podcast is about all things wellness. Each week, we pick a word of the day, and I interview some of the most inspirational people I know and share that inspiration with you. Today, our word is acceptance, which by definition is the action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered, or the action or process of being received as adequate or suitable, typically to be admitted into a group or something. So I am beyond excited to be interviewing here with me today, the beautiful Elizabeth Molina. She's a TEDx speaker, life coach, founder of the Molina Glow, and badass mama bear. So hi, Elizabeth. How are you? Hi, thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. Well, I am so honored to have you here. You have inspired me from the moment that I heard you on Clubhouse, I have to share. That was how I I found you, or I guess we found each other. But you chose the word acceptance today, and I want to know, what does that word mean to you, and how is that resonating with you in your life? Yeah, thank you. Again, thank you for the platform. And I chose acceptance because I think during the pandemic, we all had to accept all parts of ourselves on so many levels. And I thought that was so resonant with me because I didn't accept myself for most of my life. Like I wasn't enough of this, or I wasn't accepted into this group because maybe I wasn't Spanish enough, or I wasn't American enough, or I wasn't like whatever enough, right? Like you're too young, you're too old to be a mom. You're too young to be a mom. Like there was always something wrong. You're a single mom. You're not a married mom. Like there was always just something that I didn't feel accepted. And so I thought to myself, this is the year where I actually accept myself. I accept my body. I expect what I, I accept what I represent as a mother, as a woman, as just like a being on this planet. So I was just like, that is my word. I really thought about it and I accept all of me. Oh, I love that. And I'm going to add on to that because I look at you and, and the word acceptance, I love so much. And I also want to celebrate and embrace all of you because you are such a leader. As as a single mother myself, I look up to the strong women in the world. And I know you and I, we both have strong women that we've been around, whether it be our parents, our grandparents. And, um, you know, as I listened to your TED Talk and I heard you speak about your grandma and how, you know, initially you grew up with the understanding of kind of the the beauty is pain and, and all of this. I'd love to tap into a little bit of that and a little bit of kind of your background and how you, you found your way into acceptance. Yeah. What a great question. So 
I, I think it's just so funny because my whole life, the, the whole thing of like not being accepted and just weaving my way, like you said, like from a young age, being told, sit up straight, suck your stomach in, wear this, smile like this, don't smile too hard because that makes your nose look wrong. Uh, comb your hair, don't, right? So like, I literally, I can go on, your nail beds are not, that's not the right shape. Like that's not the right color. That's not the right pant. That's not the right skirt. That's not your right waistline. Like just like so much of that. And I think like part, of me was like literally weaving, like dodging those things. Like, no, that's not right. Sorbing to the left, sorbing to the right. And I think <laughs> literally, and even today with society and with what it tells us that beauty is. And I realized that I kept on hearing this beauty is pain everywhere I went. And you hear it too. You get your eyebrows waxed for the first time. And they're like, it's okay. Don't worry. Yeah. Beauty is pain. You want to be beautiful? <laughs> Suck it up. Right. And I was like, why would someone say that? And then I went through something that was really traumatic. That was truly painful. And then I said to myself, wow, there is beauty in the pain and not that beauty is the pain. And I was like, that is really truly what beauty is to me today now after everything so i think just kind of dodging all of those things back and forth through life i was in the modeling industry i was in so many industries i've lived many lives and <laughs> it was always just dodging like that superwoman like you have your superwoman cup that you're drinking from right now right and like that is part of the battle that we all face like dodging it, are you going to accept, right? Like that's the word. Are you accepting that they're telling you you're not tall enough, you're not pretty enough, or you can dodge it and say, not for me. I accept that that's your opinion, but that's not mine. Right. Wow. Yeah. So to, to my listeners out there, for everyone that's either watching or listening, if you don't know Elizabeth Molina already, you are going to be so impressed and enamored and just inspired by her after this interview. She has an incredibly powerful and really, really, really deep podcast, or not podcast, but TED Talk. And, you know, I don't know if you want to recap any of that here today, but I do want to open up that floor for you. If you do, for anyone that hasn't seen it, uh, you know, that's going to be watching this. Yeah, totally. I'll just try my best to do it as quick as possible. I was engaged at 16 to someone who was 18 years my senior. I was married at 18, had a baby at 18, like literally almost turning 19. <laughs> um, and then shortly after, so I was divorced like by 21, I want to say, but shortly after between the divorce and having the baby, um, I wanted to be independent and I wanted to, I, I was becoming an adult, right? Like I was no longer a child, even though I considered myself a child still by that age. Um, and then I decided to leave and he wasn't having that. So he basically took me to another country on the pretense that we were just going to go and have fun as a family and everything was going to be great. Um, kidnapped me there for six months, took away my passport, like literally held my child like as like hostage. Like if I behaved well, then I could see her. Um, and so for six months, he literally starved me, beat me, raped me daily, a whole bunch of other things. And then through that, I, I went through this whole struggle of like, F God, like cursing at God, cursing at the universe, like, because there had so many, there had been so many other traumatic moments in my life. And I said, this is not real. Like, how can this be? Um, like, I just don't understand, like, is this karmic debt? Like, I just went so deep because I'm such a curious person. I'm like, where did, like, 
I say this in my TED, like maybe I didn't feed the pigeons. Like what I couldn't figure out what it was that I had done to deserve this. I, Cause I couldn't understand how this happened. And I was so blindsided because he never, we never had an argument. We like, it was never, that was just not common behavior. So Moving forward, I found my strength into that. I had my moment, my conversation with source, God, universe, whatever you want to call it. And I decided, like, show me a sign. Like, you'll see this on the TED. And I got my sign and I'm like, okay, let's do this. Like, now I know that you have my back and now I have a purpose. So I have to figure out how to get out of here. So I figured out how to get back to the States, came back, figure out how to run away. Because even though I was here, like, I was still, like, being watched and held captive and like it was very scary um and then and then and then um i planned my escape with 25 dollars, a few diapers and the baby and i never looked back and that's the that's the the premise <laughs> of the ted <laughs> wow okay so i have to ask you you have turned your life around in a way that I guarantee for for so many women that follow you and listen and are listening to this right now, and not just women, but men as well, you were able to get yourself out of a situation that you didn't even realize you were necessarily in. And I'm curious, where did you find that strength? And I know you mentioned and you tapped into source, God, universe, you know, all of that. Was there a moment when you just had that light bulb moment of like, I got to get out of here? Or was it like, what, what was the catalyst for that change? Was it your daughter? It was my daughter for sure. Like watching her like be so innocent and not understand like what was happening. Like that was like, every time I got to see her, I was like, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Every time I got to see her, I was like, there's hope. There's life. And I'm like, there has to be something else. Like every time I was losing hope, I earned my right to see her. And I was like, oh my God, there has to be something else for me. And so every time I decided like I didn't want to live, I thought to myself, how can I leave this beautiful angel here by herself to be raised by such a monster? And so I think that was part of the the moment, like part of the magic that like really fueled me up inside. Wow. And with that, with all of that, and I, first of all, I want to, I want to acknowledge and not just accept, but truly celebrate and honor your bravery and your courage to not, not just take the necessary steps that you took for yourself and for your daughter and for your life, but I want to honor you to be able to have the courage to share this with the world. Because right now, I mean, I'm obviously crying with you and it's, I am certain that there are so many women and men, like I said, in situations that they don't know how to get out of, that they don't know where to go, that they may feel completely stuck or um, lost. And this is, I know what drew me to you is that I find in life the, if we can define our why power, we can figure out the how power. And if we can 
endure the pain that we will go through because as you and I both know, there is pain in this life that we cannot explain. But if we can go through it and if we can come out on the other side and then share that to hopefully help someone else, I just said that's like, that's the greatest gift that I think we could leave. That's the greatest legacy. So like I said, I just, I want to celebrate for this moment to honor you and your bravery and your kindness and your vulnerability. And I, I want to do whatever I can to support you. And I want my followers and my viewers and anyone that's listening or anyone that's here right now, you know, Elizabeth, you are a pioneer. You are Wonder Woman. So, so to, to, to go into now, you have not only pulled all of your strength back, you've gotten stronger. You have your daughter who is 16 years old, 16, you said, yeah, turning 17. You know, after going through all of this and now seeing where you're at in your life, what would you tell your 16 year old self knowing what you know now? What a question. I would say um, to my 16-year-old self, follow your gut. Like it doesn't lie. Like if all else fails, close your eyes and you will have the answer. Yeah. And now, were you able to find support um, not just for that specific situation, but now, I mean, you run a company, you're the founder of a, a beauty-based company, you you speak all over, you have TED Talks, you're raising your child, like, you are such an inspiration. So, you know, in terms of support, what would you say to anyone listening right now in regards to, because we all have our journey and, you know, uh, you have had uh, some stuff that you've had to endure, but look at you now and now here you are able to celebrate this life. So what would you say about support to anyone that's, you know, feeling either isolated, stuck or anything like that? What a great question. And that is part of my message to share with everyone is that when we are in this situation, we do feel alone, isolated, embarrassed, shame, like so many, so many emotions that make us feel less than not worthy, not accepted, right? That's the word. Um, and I think if we can understand that people really want to help people. They're just not given the opportunity. And if I could say one thing to anyone listening today is that don't be afraid to ask for help. That has probably, that's probably my advice to myself, actually. I'll take that back. <laughs> ask for help. Um, a lot of us super women and men feel like we are the caregivers, we are the people helping the people, but no one is helping us. Who is going to save the hero, right? I think Beyonce wrote that song, like no one's there at the end of the day to save the hero and the hero sometimes needs saving. And so we think like, oh, I, I can't ask or what will they think of me? Um, mm -hmm. But guess what? If you didn't ask, you're by yourself. And what's the worst that can happen? You can be in the same position that you were in right now at that moment. So it would be ask for help and don't be ashamed. Please don't be ashamed because there's nothing wrong with you or your situation. Um, it's just, you know, needing some community to come along and help you. I love that so much. Yes. And I think you and I also share, I mean, I come from a big Greek family and you, I know I've heard you talk about your family where I, I like 
In one way, yes, same. My family, I mean, we grew up in the Greek Orthodox Church where all women, you had to wear a certain dress and you had to, you know, do your always full makeup and all this stuff. So I I know that. And I, you know, as and my grandmother would always say, this is not a dress rehearsal. Every day, you know, you show up. You show up for this day. And in one way, as a teenager and a child, I'm like, I don't like that. You know, that that seems like too much pressure. The older I've gotten, the more I realize that what she really meant by it was this one opportunity that we have here and whatever we do with it, however we react to what's going on in our life is really, that's the beauty. And I think the makeup and putting your, your best forward. So also to any of my listeners right now, you went through all of this and really tough times. You came out of it. What would you say to anyone right now? That's like, okay, I got through this tough time in my life, but now I want to start something like you started a business. You, like you're doing all this stuff as an entrepreneur woman while raising a child. Do you have any tips in terms of, yes, the word of the day is acceptance so we can go back to that over and over again. But like, I don't know any bits of advice that you could give to someone that has made it through a tough hurdle and they're like, okay, now what? Now where do I go? I want to do something. Yeah, that would be, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But I do, I want to hear about, your company. I want to hear about what you do. So, I mean, I, for me, I think part of, you know, my brand is beauty um, and beauty and pain. And, and it goes with everything that I've been through and being a child model, like at five, all, all these things about beauty relate to my life. So, so it's obvious, right? Like I can't just be like a scientist or something that like, <laughs> no, I mean, I could be. In you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I would just say like, figure out what it is that you love, and use all those tools that I want to call pain. Like we call them pain. I call them tools. Use the tools that pain gave you, gifted you, and use that to fuel you to be whatever you want to be, a health coach, a doctor, a lawyer, a beauty company, a beauty boss, like whatever you want to open up a restaurant, like you can, and you will. And just, it's just baby steps starting today like not thinking about just what can you do one actionable step today that you can do to become closer to what you want. Oh, you are just, yes, 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 yes. I feel you a hundred percent on that. And I, I'm, I guarantee you're inspiring so many people right now that will be listening. I love this. Um, so with, with your company, did you just say, you know, did you have a moment where you're like, I'm putting everything into this. I'm putting everything into my company. I'm not looking back because that could be a scary move. I know myself as an entrepreneur, you know, especially coming from a family where they're like, get into the real estate business with the family, do this, do that, you know, being kind of pushed into all these different directions, not uh, from a negative place, but from a place of almost like they're afraid, you know, what if she fails, you know, they want to protect. So, you know, did you have a moment or is there something that, or someone that really inspired you? Like, I'm just going all in, I'm just going to do it. So something that I should preface, I guess, for the listeners is that I have been that child, that person who was like, there's fear. I need to hold its hand and walk with it. And so like whenever I felt fear and I do feel that all the time, every day on on some level, I'm like, that is the key. I need to do that. Like fear is telling me that it's, I don't see it as like a failure. I'm like, fear is telling me if you don't do it, you're going to fail. 
And that's the feeling that I have. So I switched that mindset. And then uh, I I feel like I was pushed by the universe. I'm a very big believer in the universe and signs and messages and the half, the cup is always half full. Um, I was in pharma because I loved medicine. I took my MCATs. I wanted to become a doctor. And I just, it was just really hard with a child and not having any support. And I'm like, what do I do? I still want to change the world. And I thought it it would be as a doctor. Like I would help. (laughs) I would travel all over the world, helping children and women. Um, and then I'm like, okay, well, what's the closest thing I'll be, I'll, I'll be in pharma. So I was in pharma for a really long time and I was amazing at sales, by the way, like I will own that. Like I do accept that part of me because I am a crazy salesperson. Um, and I realized that like everywhere I went, you know, we, I was so good that like the marketing team and the PR, like they would follow me, like they would, you know, come in from corporate and follow me around in my office. Like I would walk around with like six men in a notepad and they wanted to see what I was doing and how come my numbers were so big. And like, I'm in New York and like big cities are a tough market because everyone's a smart I don't know if you can use this word, smart ass. Okay. Everyone's a smart ass. Yeah. Like everyone's going to tell you like what they know better. They're going to Google it. Like they're going to, it's just a really hard demographic when you're in big cities, people know everything. Um, And they're like, how is it that you are in the toughest market and you're doing so well? And then they, they were like, we can't even brand this. Like all she talks about is beauty and makeup and health and wellness. She doesn't even talk about the product. (laughs) And then here I am like at the start with the surgery like in the middle of surgery and like they're fusing someone's spine and I'm telling them like how to use this machine properly and then they're telling me about like their collagen and like how to get their hair and and so I was like you can't market that like that's just her personality so I just felt like the universe is telling me like I need to focus more on the beauty people really care about their appearance and that was for me a sign to say this is how I start to get people to do the work beauty is the key that I use. It's like hijack, like air quotes. Like it's my sneaky way of like bypassing all of your walls to get into the spirit, the spiritual part of, of beauty. So I think I was pushed into it. Wow. Wow. That's so incredible. And, you know, with what you do, is there a specific message that you want to give to listeners to all of your you know, people who follow you and who look up to you? What's your big message? My big message is you are enough. That's, that's it. You're enough. You don't need anything else. You are perfect. You were came into this world. Perfect. Yeah, that is, I mean, that is a message. I think so many people need to hear. Everyone should hear. Everyone should know, but it's so many people, I think, especially now with what's gone on in the last you know year or so in the world, that with more mental illness and you know depression and suicide rates flying up and addiction and everything else. So, you know, as we as we wrap this up today, is there anything else that you want to share about yourself, your company, life? Literally, like the floor is yours to share anything else, and then we do a quick speed round, and you are on your way. Uh, I guess the only thing that I will share is that I do have um, a course coming out. Like it's called the beauty business crash course and the beauty crash course where it's like, I'm all about the no BS kind of stuff. Uh And I'm going to put in like my 25 years of expertise in like 
a small, simple, like only thing you need kind of thing. Everyone has a course, but like, this is like, literally you will be looking like a goddess in five minutes and you're going to own yourself. You're going to love yourself. And the same for your business. You are going to be rocking your business. And I'm going to be sharing things that people don't want to share in the industry because they want to keep that. And I'm not about that. Let's all have it. There's enough for all of us. Oh, I love this. Okay, good. So then where would be the best place that we can find you? And I'm going to, I'm going to be sharing any and all of your links that you send to me. Um, but is there one specific place that you would love for people to find you right Right now? Instagram. 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 Okay. And, and your Instagram handle is your name, right? It's Elizabeth underscore underscore Molina. Okay, great. And I'll be sharing that as well. So just, I know sometimes when people are listening or watching, they're like going right there. They're like, okay, I need to find this right now. So luckily, uh, you're pretty easy to find on the internet. So, (laughs) and you have so many beautiful things. So now what we do is we'll do a quick speed round. So this is just tapping into subconscious brain, having a little bit of fun. First thing that comes to your mind, pizza or tacos? Pizza. Your go-to makeup product? Saint Cosmetics. Ooh. Um, your go-to karaoke song? I don't really do karaoke. Okay, favorite song that gets you on the dance floor? Anything Beyonce. Okay, great. Love it. Um, your favorite pet or animal? Animal, dolphin, pet, dog. <gasps> oh, love it. And I heard little puppies maybe back there. Do you have dogs? Yeah, I have two. Oh, cute. I, I love dogs. I, I have dogs and cats and turtles. <laughs> um, I love animals. If I could save them all, I would. Um, if you could have any, yeah, so you and me, that's, I know I was laughing when I uh, listened to you and read something about you. I was like, okay, we might have to open an animal sanctuary at one point. Cause that's in my that. vision board. Yeah. I, I love it. Okay. And then last but not least, if you had any superpower, what would it be? That's a hard one. I would have, I would have all of them so I can intertwine every day because like there are no rules. Right. So like I would have, I would have one that I can choose like every hour. Actually, I can have something different. Like I can teleport. I can make everyone be happy. I can make everyone full and not hungry. And yeah, I would have them. I would have like that, whatever that is. She's going to have it all. So what I have to tell you is no one has ever said that. I ask that same question to everyone. No one's ever said that. So there you go. You have them all. (laughs) I love it. Um, Okay, perfect. Well, with that being said, Elizabeth, I am so thankful that the universe connected you and I together. I truly believe that there's a reason why we are all here, that we are all here with purpose. And if we can take our pain that we go through and turn it into purpose and go through the pain and heal ourselves and then share with the world what we've learned... I mean, to me, that's the greatest gift that we can give back. So I want to thank you so much for all that you do. I'm sending my love to you. I can't wait to connect with you. And hopefully next time I come to New York, um, once things kind of open up, maybe um, I can come into your salon. Yes, you can. And I'm excited okay, for good. that. Thank you for okay, having good. me. This was, this was fun. And now I have all the superpowers in the world. So Yes, she's got all the superpowers. So everybody check her out. Thank you so much for tuning in to What's the Word, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Okay, you are amazing.